The wait is over. Is over. Hey, soccer athlete Rosalind Lewis, and you're listening to the number one source for your Northern Neck Sports podcasting fix. You're locked into the Northern Neck Sports Network. You're listening to the Northern Neck Sports Network with your host, Will Lewis. Northern Neck District play begins this week. We have your full field schedule along Dorian Harris. He gets a Division II offer. We're going to talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about what the Virginia High School League's take is on the instant replay status in high schools. Welcome in to Northern Neck Sports Talk Live. I'm Will Lewis along with Coach Thomas Roan. Coach, good evening, my friend. How you doing today, buddy? We're back again um, here at Hot Mix VA Studios, Northern Next Sports Talk Live here with my co-host and myself, Thomas Rome, 20-year youth football coach here in Essex County. Uh, we're here to talk football. I'm glad to be back another week. Yes, indeed. In our last episode, we talked about recruiting and all that, so we're going to get into a little bit of that later on. But first, let's get to last Thursday night's uh, high school football scores, and there's only two games that went on last Thursday night. Of course, the other games on Friday night got canceled due to weather. So, King and Queen, let's first talk about them. 61-6 to over John Marshall. Uh, no district play yet in the Tidewater District. Uh, King and Queen, 8 points in the first quarter, 24 points in the second, 16 in quarter three, and 13 in quarter Four. So, uh, what's your take on King and Queen coming back in a... Well, I mean, last week you asked me, um, what do I think about King and Queen bouncing back this week? And I told you, um, I knew they was going to bounce back. You know, they're a real uh, tenacious team with a good leader, Malik Holmes, the quarterback. I mean, he went um, he went 3 for 11 in the air, 102 two yards, you know, um, went... He got yards on the ground, too. I think he went uh, 12 cards on the ground for adding another 45 yards with a total of two touchdowns, along with the um, offensive player of the game was um, Jaden Stanley with 18 cards um, with 126 yards, then with three receptions, the only three receptions that was caught from the league, three receptions for, um, what did he have, uh, 102 yards in the air with a total of 228 yards, think he got like four touchdowns so they often stepped up this week they added some more um yards on the ground from Tyquan Spates uh senior for them very very physical player you know he um he came in with 44 yards one touchdown so they really stepped it up on the offensive side and offensive line did real good for him blocked up front kept the, kept the big defensive lines off Malik and the other running backs and they ran the score up on the boys yeah, West Point uh, over Colonial Beach, 20 to nothing. Colonial Beach now 0-5. Another score from Thursday night was Grayson over Covington. Now, uh, one other point. We did mention West Point in that defense. Five fumble recoveries for the defense in that game. So, yeah, congratulations to West Point becoming 5-1 and one this week. Volleyball, Rappahannock. Over Lancaster, 3 mil from Monday night. Northumberland over Westmoreland, 3 mil from Monday night. When we come back, 
We're going to talk about Dorian Harris and his offer for Division Two. You're locked in to Northern Exports Talk Live here on here on Hot Mix BA. Coming this fall, Northern Neck Sports Network and Hot Mix Virginia coming together to bring you Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with 22-year radio broadcaster and sports analyst Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan. Be sure to check out Hot Mix Virginia's Facebook page for times and dates an all-new Northern Neck Sports experience. Northern Neck Sports Talk Live exclusively on Hot Mix Virginia this fall. May grace and peace be in your abundance. 31 years of childhood cancer survivorship. I tell that story each and every Sunday on a Survivor's Faith Live, a pregame before your Sunday sermon. Get you motivated before your Sunday sermon. Join us live on Station Head each and every Sunday at 7 a.m. for a Survivor's Faith Live. You're listening to the Northern Neck Sports Network with your host, Will Lewis. We welcome you back into Northern Neck Sports Talk live here on Hot Mix VA, live from Tappahannock, Virginia. Dorian Harris receives a Division II offer from Bethany College, Coach, we talked about the players last week and parents getting themselves more exposed into the recruitment phase. And Dorian Harris, big congrats to him. Well, um, with Dorian, we all knew that this was going to come. It's just a matter of when it came. And, I mean, since he got his first one, I'm, I'm pretty sure a whole lot more is going to come in as the season goes on. Like I said last week, a very explosive player. Good field vision, you know what I mean. When he gets on that field, man, it's like it's like a movie, man. If, if he if he's on his game, he's gonna give you a show. And I mean, Bethany College seen what he did the last two weeks, and and they had no chance but to, no choice but to offer him. Which I'm sure, you know, they're out in West Virginia, so you know, I'm pretty sure everybody's hoping that teams closer to home will maybe get a get an eye on him and offer him. You know what I'm saying? But. As for right now, for Bethany College, I'm offering him and take a chance on him. That's, that's a real good deal. So I'm pretty sure that's going to motivate him even more to put his foot in the ground more to get more offers. Yeah, I was going to ask that after this offer from Bethany, do you think there will be more offers coming to him, such as a couple of Division threes or Division ones, by chance as we go along into deeper into the season? Because you have to think – the season ends right around December during the playoff time, and we expect Essex to be at that state mm-hmm. championship play this uh, this year. So will he, by chance, get not only just one or two more offers, but multiple, multiple offers? Well, you know, um, I'm not no expert in all this, you know, but I can give you an honest opinion on a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about. I mean... From his play on the field, I expect more offers to come. You know, Division Three, that's no question. Division One, it's it's so late in the game, and Division One is a tricky thing because it's, it's Division One is a is a big money game. You know, so 
a lot of things can gotta go into play for division one measurements. Um, competing against other kids in two way, three A, four A bigger schools and stuff like that. But I I I expect some to come in, you know, because I mean I mean, you got big division ones and smaller division ones. It all depends on where you're trying to go to. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, with him being the player that he he is, I expect some. I expect a lot of division three offers, and I expect some division one offers to come out. I expect more division two offers to come. You know, because I know for a fact he's gonna he's gonna put on a show for the rest of the year. Like I said, the recruiting game is a is a is a big money game. You know, especially when you get up in those bigger levels, division one. I think they give out like. 85 scholarships, you know what I'm saying? For the bigger, higher tiers, they're 85. And I think for the lower tiers, maybe like 63. Division two, they're allowed to give out 35 scholarships. And that's depending on how they give it out. Division three, they can split those scholarships and have where they can give more players more, you know, offers. Division one, out of that 85, that's going to one per player. You know, the lower division ones, they might split those scholarships up, but it's it's all on what mainly, even though a school might offer you, you still gotta ask them what's what's that offer entails of, you know, because I mean you might be a full, might be a partial, you never know. Yeah, and that brings me to my next question for you. When an athlete gets multiple offers mm-hmm. that we expect Orrin Harris to get. How will they know and how will the parents know if it's the right fit or not? You have multiple curriculums in different types of schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have multiple programs in different types of schools. So when offers starts to come in, what should they be looking for as far as the, not so much as the perfect fit, but the right fit? I mean, again, you know, that's when the parent and the player needs to get real in tune with their coach. That's what I think, you know, because if you're a running back and you're used to running the ball, you don't want to go to a pass-heavy team because if they don't run the ball, then most likely you're going to be in slots somewhere trying to catch a pass. And if you ain't good at catching a pass, then you ain't going to see the field like time about. Or vice versa, if you're a wide receiver coming from a, a heavy pass offense in school, you don't want to go to an office in college. That's what I believe. You don't want to go to a college and a, a, a school where they are run heavy because if they're run heavy and you're a top wide receiver, then you most likely you might don't get the ball a lot. So it's all about um, studying that that program that's offering you. You know, you and your parents sit down with the coach. You know, go through all the academic side of because at the end of the day, it's all about academics. I tell a kid all the time, we can go play football all we want, but if you get hurt. What are you gonna fall back on? So check, see what type of academic programs they got um, and just ask questions. Don't just right. accept the offer and be happy with the offer. No, ask questions. If you wanna know if they're a run heavy team or a pass heavy team or what type of defense they run, if they run a five man defensive line, four man, three man defensive line, or if they run double wing on offense, if they run spread in offense, affirmation, anything, you gotta ask these questions to be able to know what type of decision that you want to make because at the end of the day it's your decision it's your future you don't want to go nowhere where then you get there because you jumped the gun and next thing you know you get there you're not happy you know then next thing you know you got the transfer portal and all of that stuff like that you want to try to nip that stuff in the bud right off jump so that way when you make that first decision 
that's the only decision you got to make for four years, you know. And that's very good uh, extensive knowledge there, Coach. When we come back, some parents are talking about instant replay in high schools. Should the Virginia High School League consider instant replays in high school football games? We'll talk about that next. You're locked in to Northern X Sports Talk Live on Hot Mix VA. When you think about health and weight and just feeling better, it can make your head spin with all the options and thousands of books and thousands of companies. For many years, I've had one product that have stood out, the Herbalife products from Herbalife Nutrition. And as a 31-year childhood cancer survivor, I have to look for what will be the best to keep up with my health, to keep to keep me healthy, to just to feel good. And that's all I'm looking for is just to feel better. Don't ever focus on the weight. The weight will come off. It's all about starting to feel better. So if you want to check them out and check all these different kinds of flavors that they've got out, my favorite's cookies and cream, by the way, but call up your local Herbalife Independent Distributors. 804-761-7947 and just text, hey, I want to feel better. You're listening to the Northern Neck Sports Network with your host, Will Lewis. We welcome you back into Northern Neck Sports Talk live here on Hot Mix VA. Live in Tappahannock, Virginia. Some of the parents, some of the coaches, some of the experts talking about should the Virginia High School League get into instant replay? Should they consider instant replay in high school sports? That's to include football and possibly basketball. Major League Baseball has it now. Some of the volleyball games professionally has it now. And even NASCAR has it now. Should the Virginia High School League start to have instant replays in high school football games? There is some concern about the financial situation as if Virginia High School League takes up the financial situation that could fall on the schools as well. But there is split opinions about whether to not or do this. And coach, sometimes as we would like to say, let the kids be kids. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of split opinions about either have instant replay or not have instant replay in high school. And Virginia High School League's been considering it uh, due to some of the bad calling. Yeah. But then again, this is high school. Mm-hmm. For us, instant replay, I think that's a big step because I mean, you're talking about a lot of money. You know, I mean, I don't know exactly how many schools we got in Virginia, but from 1A to 6A, that's a lot of schools, and that's going to be a lot of money. If VHSL or the high-ups in Virginia is going to take care of it, then, yeah, we would love to see that because, I mean, it's been a couple games that, you know, you'll see a play, and you're like, that don't look right. And no good and well, if you had, you know, instant replay, you could probably get a, a more determined um, answer on the play or whatever like that. But, I mean, you take a little small county like Essex County, if they would try to put that on us, I don't see that happening. You know, Richmond County, I don't see that happening. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, far as, you know, you got some bigger schools in in Virginia that they might be able to take it, but the smaller schools and stuff, that would be a real hard thing to push on the smaller schools because 
you know, it's money, you know, money isn't easy to come by these days, you know, and I mean, unless you're going to have the big wigs in the area, whatever, mm -hmm. like try to boost or donate money and stuff like that, but as far as putting it on the schools and stuff, I don't, I don't see that working too good. And yeah, it, it's, it, like I said, it's split opinions on whether to have it or not, mm -hmm. but when you had a situation in week one between Westmoreland and Rappahannock, where it looked as if Rappahannock <laughs> Westmoreland went out of bounds and it was a fumble in the end zone. Yeah. But however, like you said, it could come down to how much is it financially. Let's get right to Northern Neck District play. Yes, that's this Friday. And oh boy, here we go. So the schedule for this week, number one, Essex at number eight, Northumberland. Northumberland right now, Three and one, Essex five and zero, oh. Lancaster one and four at Westmoreland two and two. Westmoreland is trying to look to at least tie in the Northern Neck District on that number two spot, and Rappahannock at Colonial Beach. Rappahannock right now sitting at two and three. So the Northern Neck District standings right now: you have Essex, Northumberland at that number two spot, Westmoreland at that number three spot, uh, number four Lancaster, then number five. Colonial Beach. So, here we go. Who will win it this weekend? Who may not win it this weekend? We'll get into that in just a moment. Tidewater District real quickly as to the standings. King and Queen on in that 5-1 slot is number one, followed by King William, West Point, Middlesex, and then Charles City at 0-4. So now Class 1, Region A, Essex is, is, of course, as what we expect, is at number one. So, Coach, the schedule. How are we looking for this Friday? What are we expecting? Oh, well, it's going to be a lot of excitement going on right here. I mean, this is part of the season everybody waits for. You know, we got all the four or five games when the season starts, but that's just, you know, to get us to where we're leading up the district. District is where you find out who the king of the area is, you know. It's, some of us like to call it the Battle of Northern Neck because at the end of the day, we're trying to see who's going to win districts. And I mean, the last 10 years, I think Essex been the top dog, you know, but anything can happen during this time to where they can knock us out of that top spot. You know, we play Northumberland. You know, if you look at Northumberland, fast. Um, Division one player over there in Cameron Selden, but not just Cameron Selden. He got some boys over there that's going to back him up. You know, Marcus Bromley over there, um, Antoine Mills, um, Markel um, Cockrell, um, got a young freshman quarterback, Tyreek Lundy, MJ Laws, and them boys like that. Them boys been playing together for a while, you know. But over here, we got D1 Cameron Robson, and he got a stable of people behind him that's going to that's gonna back him up. You know, you take those two players off the team, and it's 10 to 10. It's going to be right hard for Northumberland to even pull over that without Cameron Selden because it's a deep, loaded team. You know what I'm saying? Um, Rappahannock, at the beginning of the season, they were, I think Rappahannock Times did a, a, um, a breakdown, an article, like who they think would be first, second. They had them at fourth. You know, and I, I know the coaches over there, you know, one of the coaches like, man, look at I see where they got us at, but I'm guaranteeing you, when the season over, we're going to be at, at three or better. And I don't put it past them. You know, at the beginning of the season, they were missing a few players, but 
They got some studs that came back. J.K. Fonderoll over there played with Verona, you know, Verona High School in Richmond the last couple of years, and he moved back home, you know, so he's back over there. And the last game they played, they blew them boys out. And J.K. was a big part of that, you know, oh. so. I you know I expect them to create some noise down the line. You know I don't I don't see them boys staying at number four willingly. You know and with Westside and Langston, Westside they lost two major pieces last year. Right. Two major pieces. That's Mike and Hunter. You know because they'll be in Essex this year. You know and they Mike and Hunter. So I'll be but with with Westside like I said they 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 played two tough opponents in King William. And King George earlier this mm-hmm. year, and like I said last week, that might can help him down the long run because playing that those top of tier players might give those boys that confidence to be able to do something in the Northern that District. You know, Langston, uh, you know, Langston, Colonial Beach is hard for them. You know what I'm saying? Right, right at this point, it's real hard for them. COVID messed Colonial Beach up, you know, over the last couple of years with the COVID stuff like that, and kids not coming off the U, and that ultimately hurts the high school program. So it's gonna be exciting this week. You know, it's gonna be a lot of a lot of hard hitting, a lot of lot of lot of good football going on, you know, so And yeah, and hopefully we'll get some good footage out of uh this week's Northern Neck District games. And one thing we are looking at, if Westmoreland wins and Northumberland loses, Westmoreland Northumberland will be tied for that number two spot, which will play some significant part going and deeper into the season. Mm-hmm. Now, the other question is, how far and how much longer will Essex go undefeated? Should we expect them go undefeated into the playoffs? And should Northumberland, if they get moving, should they continue in that number two spot after this week? We will all find out sometime or another, Coach. Well... If I gotta tell you, you know, I, I say S is going undefeated, you know, point blank. <laughs> and I mean, some of the people over here might get mad at me sometimes because I'm, I'm just out there with it. You know, them, them my boys, you know, I've I known a lot of them since they was younger. And not just them, I know a lot of kids over the whole Northern Neck, don't get me wrong, I've been coaching around here a long time. So, you know, I tell a lot of the kids, look, I'd be easy on y'all because I know you, you know what I'm saying? Because it's all love at the right. dang on day. But everybody knows that. I'm from Essex, you know, and I'm going to root for them now. When y'all play other teams, yeah, I'm going to root for you. You know what I'm saying? So, but like I said, you know, only thing that can stop Essex is Essex. Point blank. If, if those kids go out there and do what they're supposed to do and listen to those coaches, I don't see too many people hanging with them right now. Even, and it might be bold or whatever, but even down the riverheads. <laughs> so, I mean, but um, like I said, it's gonna, once we get into district players, Anything can happen. You know, I might say what I say, but anything can happen. You never know what's going to happen on a Friday. And now with all these referee shortages, shortages you never know what happens going to happen on a Thursday or Friday. So we just got to wait and see and see which team comes out to play, play the best, you know. And when we come back, I'll wrap up a couple of college scores from over the weekend and coaches' predictions for this weekend. You're locked into Hot Mix VA. This is Northern X Sports Talk Live. A hot new network, an all new opportunity. Advertise your business with the Northern X Sports Network. Get your name out anywhere. The podcast is available. Text 804 761 7947. 
Are you ready for the next step in your advertisement? Coming this fall, Northern Neck Sports Network and Hot Mix Virginia coming together to bring you Northern Neck Sports Talk Live with 22-year radio broadcaster and sports analyst Will Lewis and Coach Thomas Roan. Be sure to check out Hot Mix Virginia's Facebook page for times and dates. An all-new Northern Neck Sports experience. Northern Neck Sports Talk Live exclusively on Hot Mix Virginia this fall. soccer athlete Rosalind Lewis and you're listening to the number one source for your Northern Neck Sports podcasting fix. You're locked into the Northern Neck Sports Network. You're listening to the Northern Neck Sports Network with your host Will Lewis. College football scores from over the weekend. Some exciting stuff over the weekend for college football. Welcome back in to Northern Neck Sports Talk live on Hot Mix VA. We are live in Tappahannock, Virginia. Thank you so much for tuning in wherever you may be from the Northern Neck of Virginia, from Essex County to across the country and around the world. We are streaming live. Northern Neck Sports Talk live on Hot Mix VA. So college scores, Coach, from over the weekend, we had Duke beating UVA. 38 to 17, JMU over Texas, 40 to 13, North Carolina over Virginia Tech, 41 to 10, Liberty over Old Dominion, 38 to 24, and Old Dominion almost won that game, uh, but that kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit with penalties, Mm. and we have some more scores that you want to talk about as well as far as local athletes in the college level. Uh, yes, sir. We have you know a few players that's in college right now. They're um, not right at D one right now, but they're at the D two level. You got Rasheed Ellis and uh, Marvion Newton. Rasheed is from over here in Tappahannock. Played on the Essex High School squad four years. Start on that squad. Marvion Newton, same thing over there. He's in Warsaw. Four years start over there in Rappahannock. Both of those cho- both of those kid players, men, young <laughs> men, because they ain't children no more. Both of them played Emory and Henry. Um, they played Catawba this week. I guess that's their mm-hmm. name. I don't know. Division two, but they won 38 to 23. Then you got Demondre Rome at CNU. Um, they won this week 20 to 14 over Roman. So we just want to shout y'all fellas out. You know, keep on doing y'all thing. Keep being the leaders and showing these younger generation what it what 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 it takes to get to the next level. And we'll see y'all boys when y'all come home. Before we go for the Northern Neck District play this weekend. Your predictions for this weekend. Essex versus Northumberland. Like I said, you got a two two powerhouse teams. You know, Aaron, Coach Aaron over there, he's been doing a real good job of getting Northumberland back on track. I think he passed, the, passed one of the coaches winning records or whatever. I, I can't think off my head how many games he's won to beat that record, but he's been doing a real good job over there with getting the kids um, in, in getting the kids in college visits and um, just doing a good job being a young coach over there, you know, so, um, but they got to come, they got to they gotta face that purple and gold again. You know, the last time Northumberland beat us, um, the young homie Del- Delvin Palmer was still playing. He played um, at Juco Lake Juana 
and they beat us during the regular season, but we turned around and beat them in the playoffs when it mattered. You know, and it was a muddy game, and I remember it like it was yesterday. So, like I said, if you take those two D1 players, Cameron said, and Cameron um, Robinson off the game, off, off, the t- off the team for that game, still got to go 10 to 10. To 10 and I don't, I don't see Northside being able to come, come away with that one. So, I take Essex in that one. Okay, let's talk about uh, Lancaster and Westmoreland. Lancaster one and four, uh, Westmoreland two and two. What are your thoughts and your prediction on that game? Uh, Jordan Son is over there on Westside. He, he a problem, you know, so um, he's a leader over there, and, I, and I'm pretty sure he's going to lead these boys to overtake the um, Lancaster Red that was over there. Like I said, Lancaster been having a, a rough go at it for the last couple of years, you know, but in basketball, them boys are terrible. They, they, the top dogs when they come down to basketball. So, but I don't see them folding, just just laying over and letting them do what they want to do. So, like like we said last week, district play is always funny. But I see Westmoreland beating them. And two and three Rappahannock at zero and five Colonial Beach. Now, some analysts say that an zero and five team, a team that has not won yet, is the most dangerous. Mm-hmm. Well. They don't got nothing to lose, you know. So they just gonna come out there and just play ball. They gonna come out there and try to crack somebody head. So I mean, if if they come out and do what they're supposed to do, they might can upset them. But Richmond County been on the road two the last two weeks. You know, they just beat Team 33-0 last week. You know, big reason that's because of young J.K. Farmer over there. So if he played like how he played last week, I don't see no way in the world. Colonial Beach is going to come back and, and take them out. So I see Rappahannock beating Colonial Beach. Now the score, I don't know, but I, those three teams I said, I, I see all of them pulling away with a victory this week. And there you go. No neck district play for this week. Coach, thank you again so much for uh, helping us out and being my co-host and everything. It's been fun the last two weeks. And I want to give a shout out to our producers, T. Harrison Giles, that's behind the cameras doing such an amazing job at getting this thing going as producers and everything. They're, they're doing such a fine job at uh, getting the videos on and getting our highlight reels on. And of course, what you see in the background here, getting the pictures on for us and everything. So with that being said, from Hot Mix VA Studios, here on Hot Mix VA from Tappahannock, Virginia, you've been listening and watching Northern Next Sports Talk Live. We will talk to you next week right here, live in Tappahannock, Virginia. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. 